0: This is Pivot Perspectives with Chris O'Byrne, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet, hear their stories and get the most important business lessons they've learned on their road to success and get exclusive access on how to implement their success into your life and business. Pivot Perspectives is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Chris O'Byrne. Coach Stone, welcome to the show. I am super excited to talk to you. and. Been- looking at uh, your website and everything that you do, and there's a lot to talk about. But uh, your day job is as an elementary school teacher. What made you decide to get into teaching? Uh,
1: Well, well, one, thanks for having me on. I appreciate
0: it. Um, At
1: a young age, I wanted to be a professional athlete, like all kids, right? And then in high school, I decided that if I couldn't make professional football or the pros, I wanted to touch kids' lives uh, by teaching them things that I did and teachers taught me because I think teaching is like an old-school MasterCard commercial, right? If you remember that one when I was little yes. where they went to Yankee Stadium, it's like this, the hot dog's like this, the hot dog's nowhere near that much anymore. And then, like, spending it with your family, priceless, uh, that's that's why I teach it. So it's those moments that you get with the kids that, like, seeing them... So, like we're doing volleyball right now seeing them serve the volleyball over for the first time it's it's priceless you know what i mean and then all the kids cheer for the other kid and things like that so you know that's that's why i became a teacher
0: how long have you been teaching for
1: um i don't say it like that i say it the opposite <laughs> way so i got 13 and a half more years left uh, <laughs> So understand. that's how, that's that's how i say it and it's and people are like, well, that's so far away. Or why do you do it that way? Well, one, I like a countdown. Uh, you know, you, you you met me before, and I'm always got my my. I love these. I I love these Apple watches. I used to have a regular watch. I have it hung up right there, in fact, in front of me, where all my my things are for my my medals, and uh, I time everything. So it's just like a countdown, and and it's not a it's not a good countdown. It's a, you know, like a celebration countdown. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So what has your teaching career been like? And do you have any uh, interesting stories to share of that? With with over the 20 years I've been teaching, right, there
1: are so many stories from, you know, when I first started teaching, seeing the kids play sports. You know, I started at an elementary school and then I went to a middle school. And then since 2009, I've been at the school I'm at now. And just seeing, seeing the kids like at the weight rooms and everything's like, you know, I I work out at uh, weight rooms out of town, like uh, in the town, seeing them are great. But some of the stories of, Hey coach, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have tried out for high school volleyball or middle school volleyball or basketball, or, you know, some of them do businesses now where they sell dogs and they sell dogs because we used to always talk about, you know, when we were in science class at Risa. We'd always talk about like his dogs and stuff. And now this guy sells dogs for a living and he sells them for a crazy price. You know, hopefully I was, thought I'd get a dog, but like when he told me the price tag, I was like, nope, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I, I can't buy a dog for that much money. It's almost as much as my car. You know what I mean? So oh he's like, yeah, it's really expensive. And, you know, just seeing kids older and then like right now um, at the school I'm currently at, I teach four kids that I taught their parents in middle school. So that's how, you know, I mean, just. I love you know, that. If you ask any teacher, the stories are endless. I mean, I, you can't grab okay. one because if you grab one and someone hears this, they're going to be like, why didn't you tell my story? But those, those are the gist of them, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, how long have you been a coach for then? I've been coaching, I would say,
1: over about 25 years. Um, you know, I just recently had a birthday. But the thing is with coaching, uh, Dennis Wurzaw, one of my high school coaches, and uh he he started me at a young age playing when I was a sophomore in high school about learning the game, not just as a player, but coaching it too. You know, as a quarterback, you have to be a leader on and off the field. And sometimes you got to coach the players up. So when someone asks me that question, I always like take the date with Dennis Wurzall. You know, that's why I say 25 years. I mean, it's a little bit further than that, but you know, I was a sophomore like 30 years ago, you know. But I, I say 25 because in college I was doing camps where you coach kids and things like that. But I've been coaching for over 25 years.
0: So along the way, what has happened along the way? You know, whether it's a story or an event or something that just stands out in your mind, um, that kind of demonstrates how valuable that sports experience is for kids. I,
1: I think one that comes to mind is it was probably my first year. No, no, I'm sorry. My second stint coaching high school football. And I was at a local high school here and I'm recruiting kids. Cause I, I, I was leaving early cause elementary, right. And high school gets out later. And I met a player that I already knew and I, I met this player and this new player I'm trying to get. And I recruited him to play football. He went into football. He became a division three athlete. I believe he was all American, all academics. Then he moved to Tennessee, became a PE teacher and a coach. He he bought one. he's bought numerous of my books. He works for my company also. Uh, Recently became a DC coordinator, a DC coordinator at a division three college. Um, And then he, he saw an opening. For a high school job at his alma mater, where I recruited him at, and now he's the head football coach at that alma mater. So oh, that is probably one of the most successful stories. And if he's listening to this, he knows who he is because he wanted to play quarterback, and I told him no. <laughs> you know, and you know he was a big, tall guy, played baseball and stuff, uh, great athlete. He's still a good athlete. He trains my son. You know he does a great job. He's co-authored a book with me, my strength and conditioning book. Uh, but you know Cody, he, he he's going to be great, and he's going to do great at, great things at the high school
0: this year. I can't wait to see it happen. So what? I mean, obviously the sports experience is is valuable for kids, but why why is that experience so so valuable and, and useful? I think I think for kids. You have to have that camaraderie. Like
1: if if you're a child of one, like with my family, I I had a brother, an older brother, and I was very fortunate to play sports with him, even though I was six years older. And then I eventually got like taller. You know what I mean? That's why I was able to play with him at a young age when I was six years younger than him, because he could get, I can get by saying I'm older, even though I wasn't. Um, I think the camaraderie, the new friendships you make, you know, the brotherhood or the sisterhood you make. You know, because I've coached women's football too. It's that it's that family. You know, I I say it all the time. Hashtag football family, but it's an extension of your family. And I will always reach out, or they will reach out, ask me questions. Um, But it's it's that camaraderie you have, not like a fraternity or nothing. It's just like that, like I want to say brother or sisterhood you have, and it just never dwindles if that makes sense.
0: It's just it's, it's a
1: pri- it's a priceless moment. I mean, I hate to say it over and over again, but it's priceless by just building that relationship up. When you when I go do a camp somewhere or when I coach somewhere, I always have people still always reaching out years and years later.
0: So clearly it has a big impact on them. So you own your own business as well, Coach Stone Football. Why did Correct. you start that business? Well, in 2017 in the winter,
1: um, My wife and I were just talking. She actually invented the name. I love it to death, you know. But I saw that, you know, being being parents thrown into volunteer coaching as a youth coach, and my business created customized camps, and it just pretty much what I do is I parachute in, like I say, I do a camp and then I parachute right out, and I help. Mm -hmm. Lay a foundation that wasn't there because of any business, you know, you cannot build a solid foundation on sand. You got to have that concrete because you can build it on sand, but then eventually just keeps sinking and sinking and sinking. So what the, what pretty much happened is I had coaches call me, contact me. And my wife's like, Hey, maybe you should do this. And I just did it. And I actually wearing the first shirt I ever had. You know, it's my first original shirt. I don't know why I did it. Not not on purpose. I just want you to know. But uh, <laughs> I, because it's, it's, it's all beat up. That's why. I would never wear this on a podcast. I apologize. Um, but like, it was just something, laying a foundation and making it so people can be building confidence through drills. Not just of the old days where we saw kids get an answer wrong in football, run a mile, come back, coach would bring them back up again and then all of a sudden it'd be like do it again and you mess up and you're running again you know nowadays we can't even do that because we're, kids are not marathon runners they're athletes right that's what i always say um but it's just laying a foundation and getting that to grow build kids confidence up and doing it through sports or anything they want to do is that's that's why i do
0: it with my company so how did you get into teaching football camps
1: uh, well, I started traveling with the company and then like I started creating camps for them and then it just, like I said, I just got, the word got out and then I just, for some reason I had, to, I went on my own and it got very successful. You know, I, before COVID hit, I would probably do 10 camps a year. Now that COVID's almost over or like it's over. I've already start, I've already booked three camps. I've already done four camps, I should say. I've already done, I have four camps booked so far. I have more coming up. You know, I had to cancel two of them because I had a dance recital with my daughter. So my Mm -hmm. three daughters, three of my five daughters, three of my five kids, I'm sorry, three of my five kids have a dance recital and uh, I wasn't able to do it. So I, well, it's coming up and I had to cancel doing the camp because I want to see my kids do stuff. Because I noticed with my oldest, she was there when I won my first championship for football and I, I didn't see her grow up to what she has become now. And since then, I've made a point now where I'm like, I want to see everything. I go to my daughter's track. My oldest daughter's track meets her flag football games, mm-hmm. my son's football games, my my third child's basketball games. And if I'm on the bench, I'm on the bench. If I'm not, I'm a fan, right? I'm, a, I'm that fan that says, you know, Hey, box out, things like that. Um, and then I go see my, my, my daughter, my fourth daughter, Chloe. I go see her. Susan just was this weekend. It was awesome. You know, I could have done a camp, yeah. but I decided to go see Seussical and it was super cute. It was a little half hour play and I appreciate a ton, you know, and I, I appreciate all the people that contact me for camps and I say, they're like, can you book this date?" I'm like, no. And they're like, why? And I'm like, cause I have a dancer, sorry, Or I have this or I have that. So, you know, and then my old, my youngest daughter, she's just getting the acting. She's doing everything. She tells me when she comes home from school, cause she, my, my young, my three young ones go to my school. She's going to tell me I get a consequence if I don't go to things. So,
0: I mean, I don't know. It's awesome. So. Yeah, well worth it. Yeah. So, you know, Dr. Jen Walter. Have you worked with her or alongside of her? And 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 what is she like? Uh, well, Jen,
1: I, I work for Jen's company still. Um, right now, she's on hiatus with the XFL, with Coach Woodson and the Vipers. I actually got to go see their first home game. I was really appreciative of that. Um, and and a little funny thing about that. My daughter had a basketball game and she's like, dad, just go to the, go to Jen because you missed the other game for, her, for me. So you can go to that. Right. So my daughter gave me permission, my third daughter. And, uh, she, she's amazing. I I don't know. Like her, her camps with gridiron or gridiron girl camps that I get to do with her are amazing. Um, you know, camp on the corner that she created all the things Jen does is amazing. And she's like a. She's become like a family member in our house, you know, and the kids stayed with her Catfish Mafia, a little thing we do because we took her to like the garden when she came to Rockford one time because she was doing an event for the Chicago Bears, I believe. And um, she's just an amazing person. And the things she has done for women's sports, I mean, it should be an ESPN special. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, she was yeah. the first woman's football player. I mean, if you, if you go back, five or six years when she started gridiron girls there were hardly zero flag camps zero and it's not to be rude to anybody there weren't any hardly and then she started them and then now they're everywhere and i I was very fortunate to do australia with her when we went over to australia where she was the head coach i was her defense coordinator assistant head football coach Uh, i was very fortunate to do a camp with her with the uh, new york giants and new york jets where they started a football camp for girls flag in in the uh, New Jersey area. I, I was very fortunate to do a lot of camps, one with the Rams. You know, um, there are some camps I had to miss. Uh, she does a mom's clinic for the NFL with the Washington Redskins with Santana Moss. We did like a long time ago. Um, I highly recommend any NFL teams. If you, if you hear this, I definitely reach out to her because they're phenomenal. Uh, they're state of the art, you know, and I, the people will leave stuff learning stuff, you know, and just like I've told other people that have talked to asked about her her football, football, IQ is like through the rough, right. She knows her stuff. She knows what to go. She, she's a great, she's a great implementing on tackling. I love how she does the tackling. Like when she did the thing with Harry chronic junior, where, where he's on her show and he taught her how to taught him how to tackle and things like that. But, you know, I can't say great things about her. I just wish, um, you know, if she ever does want to go back to the NFL that she gets that opportunity because right now she's the linebackers coach at the vipers and i think she's she's up in the box the one thing i love to do when i coach football i know she likes to be on the field if i know her um because i've known her for so while i coached her and then when i've coached her i met her and then we just like came together after an all-star game because i was i was a head coach of an all-star game after we got done winning a gold medal in 2010 so i've known her since 2010 and she's been striving along and I remember the time she told me she was going to do the Arizona Cardinals. And I remember when she told me, and then I, I remember being in a a place just got done with a football camp and she's like, turn on ESPN. And there she was. And it it was amazing. So,
0: but yeah, she's great. Wow. That's, that's great. So you've written a lot of books. You've published a lot of books. How long does it take you to, to write a book and, and what's that experience been like, the writing versus doing? Um,
1: well, I know my wife's happy because our walk-in closet is empty almost, right? Uh, because that's where <laughs> I put all my football stuff when I was college coaching and stuff. And I wrote so many notes because I was a note-taker. I was a sponge. And, you know, with, with the books I've written, I, I wrote a P book first. I wrote the Big Four book. And it was about sports that I loved when I was little and it's funny it, it wasn't even football you know I remember in elementary school at hometown elementary school Mr. Smith my PE teacher you know I always wanted to be him and then eventually I became him right um but we did basketball we did floor hockey we did volleyball and we did soccer and that's what my big four book was and it was really small it was about like you know I, I want to say five and a half by eight it's like 100 and something pages was color. You know, my principal, uh, my principal I have now, she made fun of it because it's like, like super tiny. Um, so then that was awesome because I, I've i had that for my whole teaching career. And I, I was building it when I was in, in college and things like that. That book took so long to make just because I didn't even realize I was going to write it. I did a podcast and then I wrote a book. You know, I remember doing it a long time ago. And then after that, I, 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 I wrote my football books. And that's my my walk-in closet. It's empty now because, well, it's almost empty, I should say, uh, because I literally took all my notes and all the things I used to learn football, and I put it together with shapes, different acronyms, and things like that that people have never seen before. And I just built it out. And my first football book, I had to stop writing it because it was so big. It's literally five and a half. It's like five pounds heavy. It's 583 pages. So I had to create yeah. volumes one through four, you know, I have the green book and then I have offense, defense, special teams, tackling turnovers. I written four books. All those five books were one book. So I wanted to make a gigantic book, but at the time, um, not, not Kindle, not, um, K- KDP, but the other place, create a space. They were still around at the time before Amazon bought them. They said, you can only go 600 pages. So, with my football book, after I outlined it and everything and had all the drawings and everything, I just worked on it, worked on it, worked on it, and it's funny it took my big four book that's this big it took me years and years to write it and then my 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 green book that's about this thick, five hundred and three pages that took about two months to write, just because I had everything outlined oh, and things and if you're if you're ever thinking about writing a book, I would say write ideas down, don't write when you, when you think you want to write, just write when you want to, because if you try to force through it, 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 you won't get anything accomplished, you know, and currently I have three books in the works. They're already completed. I'm just waiting on covers and waiting on proofreading, uh, because I'm dyslexic, you know, so I, I see stuff backwards and I write stuff backwards. So it, it takes even longer because when, when people like, Proofread my work they're like hey what are you trying to say here and then i i say it like how i say it but it's not on the paper if that makes sense
0: you know yeah, so absolutely
1: um but yeah i en- i enjoy writing and you know the ones i got coming out and i'm currently working on two right now uh the other one will be done once the other once the other three are done and then the, the other one i'm doing right now is a co-author book and it's gonna be really good because i made all my football books cheap and affordable for coaches because there was, there's not a platform. Well, I should say there wasn't a platform before now everyone's doing this stuff. You know, they're mm-hmm. since COVID they're doing drills they're doing these manuals they're doing these manuals, you know, but like when I first started and I still, still to this day and don't hold me to this. So don't let me get in trouble on this podcast, but <laughs> still to this day, my flag book, my first flag book is the biggest flag book ever made. You know, my green book for drills, that series is the biggest series ever made for tackle football. And currently I have my green book, my volumes one through five done. You know, coaching edition is number five. And then my number six book that's already done, it's coaching secrets. So it's going to give all my secrets out how I coach the players I do now, even though I've already given all those things away. It's like everything with a cherry on top, you know? So God, because yeah. I know – I know I'm not going to remember a lot of this stuff when the older we get. So putting it on paper and helping like everyone be successful in football and building the kids' confidence up, I think is the greatest thing in the world. So that's that's why I write. Lay a foundation and to build
0: kids' confidence up. Well, how many books have you published now?
1: I am currently, I believe, at one P book and 24. Back to the basics books. Oh wow! With quote books, um, mom's books, DIY books, you know, all that stuff. It's amazing how many people bring out DIY books now. You know, I, I did a yeah. DIY book on drills. I now everyone's doing them, and they're doing academies and this stuff and that stuff. You know, and it's it's great because then you see it, you see the stuff happening, and you know, I I do a free magazine for coaches, so every Five times a year, I do a free magazine. I've done that ever since COVID started because I wanted to give back to the coaching community. Um, And I do that because it's free and coaches can see that stuff. And I get other coaches around the world. I do an international magazine, even too, where the coaches tell us what they're doing in their country. And then it's something for your coaching toolbox, you know. But I've done about 24, 25 coaching books from my Back to the Basics logo. What more coming out? I would say
0: yeah yes I like to tell people that i've I've published twelve thousand books, uh, <laughs> which I have, but then I tell them I own a publishing company, and so well, that's pretty <laughs> good. <laughs> it takes this team out, <laughs>
1: well, I know, but that's still way better than me, you
0: know I mean yeah, I, but you actually wrote the books,
1: yes, I had a publishing company, the first book, and then I decided to do the rest on my own just because it was so hard and stuff like that and you know, I appreciate that company so much for getting me started and things like that. And then I, I just saw it. I saw an opportunity and I think everyone's sometimes doing it. But you as a publishing company, I mean, I, I would definitely go back again if I could do it again and I could do all my books in publishing because I've won numerous awards with a couple of my books and I didn't know oh that God. until after the fact, you know, best ebook of the year, uh, best book of the year and things like that. So I've written
0: two books. Yeah. I mean, not you've, two you've books been, have been honored. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You've written a lot more than two. Yeah. So recently, and this is where I, I met you in person, you yep. uh, coached the uh, one of the Steinberg football camps. What is your involvement going to be in the upcoming Steinberg Sports Academy?
1: Uh, I would say I'll be supporting the Lee Steinberg Academy through the various, of, if their sports camps are helping to enrich the lives of the kids in the Arizona community, because that's I mean, like when Julie brought me a, Dr. Dr. Julie brought me aboard uh, she's seen me do camps other places, and I, I just made a customized camp, and I would love to keep doing that for them um, I thought it was great, I wish I could have met Lee, but I know he couldn't do it through the schedule, I know we met, and I met a lot of other people um, but I, I thought it was phenomenal you know, and I think what he what he's trying to do with there is with the academy over there um, in Arizona. I think it'd be great for the community, great for the state, and great for athletes or provincial students, student athletes, I should say, to go to that
0: academy. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about what's going to be happening there. It's they uh, got some big plans and yeah, uh, and uh, and a lot of support. So I'm definitely excited about that. So. How can people find out more about you and what you do, including your books? Uh, you can
1: go to my website, uh, CoachStoneFootball.com. Uh, and on, on my website, it'll show you can go to my shop or you can go uh, scroll down and you see my, some of my sponsors that do help me with my camps. And going from there, I mean, just if you, if you go on my website, you see some videos and testimonials from people. Um, and then you could follow me on Twitter, Facebook. Instagram, everything's pretty much uh, you just Google Coach Stone and it'll, it'll, my website will get you everything. You know, if you want to go on Perfect. there, I do have a, I do have a college class coming out soon. It's like, it's going to be in August. Uh, it's going to be for a one credit class um, and it's CoachStoneFootball.com and then you can, if they want to camp or books or anything, all my books are on Amazon. Uh, just go back to the basics football drill manuals
0: and you'll, you'll see my stuff come up. Perfect. And I saw your magazine was on there too. So correct. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for coming on today and and just telling us all about man. You like I said, you've done a lot. You are a busy man, including teaching full time. So, yep. I don't know how you do it.
1: <laughs> I have a great support staff with my wife and kids. So they do a great yeah. job, and the people that employ me trust me with their camps and things, and I appreciate all of them from the bottom of my heart. Uh, for letting me do that.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you, sir. Appreciate it very much.
1: Thank you very much for having me on.
0: Thanks for listening to Pivot Perspectives with your host, Chris O'Byrne. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advice on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates and we will see you on the next episode.